0: It's time for two birds and one Stoner with me, Mr. Trey. That feel good show to get you going. So butthead, so butthead. Lie. Lie. We're it. not in a position where we should agree. This isn't an easy subject, and that's okay around here. You see, I got all my game from the streets of California. I'm not questioning anybody's intelligence. I think we're past that. I'm now questioning the ethics of the situation. So well, we smoke weed. Just having fun. <laughs> I can't even believe it I had to hang up on that guy He just said he used weed that wasn't decarboxylated to cook I can't do you today In my mind they said they don't remember your name If they love you it's cool. You could ask yourself an insane question. What if I'm not on any side and I just want the truth? His gift is a curse. Forget the earth has got the earth to pull his dick from the dirt and fuck the whole universe. I'm not afraid. Maybe we can have a debate over what successful is, but I can tell you one thing. I know I was meant to do this, and no one's gonna argue that. He said when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful successful. America. That's right. It is, your favorite, it is your favorite show, Two Birds in One Stoner. And we got it popping up in here. It's a lovely, lovely day. And you know you're in the right place where you want to be in the right place. We got Chris Watkins, our grow specialist, going to be coming by the show, chiming in on the best and techniques of growing, the ways to get it done, curing, when to know when to cut down, how to cheat the system. Okay, the truth is, I bet he's going to tell you that you can't because I've grown. That's why I know he's gonna say it. But how can you become an expert on the system? Well, that's different, right? Like that's different. So we're gonna get you there. Of course, don't forget that um, I'm gonna make my pitch to America to fund early childhood education as in three, four, five-year-old education, not just when they get to preschool at five, six and hope everything works out. Um, Of course, you know, because you know me, I gotta do my civic duty in the sense of, getting these people to understand that you're paying taxes for bullshit you shouldn't, but you're not willing to pay taxes for bullshit you should. Hey! we'll talk about that shout out of course to of course none other than chris Watkins. i just want to say that dude has been helping me get through the entire summer taping of this show dude has been a solid uh don't forget when he gets high tide stick uh his show up and running best to check that out the professor mad professor that is will be back at it uh and you will want to um definitely partake as they say now Let's get over here to Chris Watkins. Chris, what's happening? Nothing much, buddy. How are you doing? Good. Beautiful day in Michigan. Uh, It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Won't you be mine? No, you won't. But anyway, so, um, I think it's a good show to start off talking about curing and cutting down your plants. Always a good way to start a episode. That's definitely going to air in the fall or the late summer, early fall when you're going to have to start thinking about these things, okay? So, I guess I would ask you, you know, before you say a word, if you can wait for me to make my pitch to America. So, listen up, America. I need you to hear me out, America. I need you to raise the cannons in the bells or some. No, don't, don't actually get a cannon. I actually prefer that you didn't do that part. Um, I want you to scream at the top of your lungs, America. Get a loud, America! Because I want to talk to you about paying some taxes. Wait, 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 wait. Before you get upset. uh uh-uh. oh Yep, before you get upset. It's funding early childhood education. That's right. I want to talk to you, America, about funding early childhood education. It's something that we do as taxpayers do here in Colorado, and it funds early education for children. Uh, in preschool, before kindergarten, okay, we have found that the education level in Colorado supersedes most other states, and the reason why is because we're starting our kids in school essentially two years before your kids, if that makes sense. Uh, In a lot of states, the only way that you can get this to happen is to simply, plain old simply, uh, have money. That's right, have money. Have a way to pay for it out of your own pocket. Now, some would argue that why should they have to pay taxes for other kids, or maybe if they don't have kids? uh, Do you want to live in a great country that's well-educated and doesn't have a bunch of dumb fucks running it? All right, there you go. All right, that's my point. So, um, I say again, America, I beg of you we get a national plan on funding early childhood education. I think that it is next to impossible to have a great nation if that nation isn't well-educated and started being educated well early on. So I think that we should just be a little more open-minded to funding the early, uh, sorry, the early childhood educational educationals. Okay. That, That that's all I'm asking. Oh, that was weird started coming through on another device. I was like, Hey, wait a minute, what are you doing? <laughs> Technical difficulties. Oh, uh,
1: that,
0: that, that, you know, around here, th- that is a thing, not just a word. But anyway, um, I do want to tell you guys real quick before we move too far forward, we got a couple of people we need to talk about. That's right. That's right, Sam's Creations. Everybody loves creativity, good food, and hard work. That's why it's easy to love that award-winning Cannabis Food Creations from Sam's Creations. Check out Sam's Creations. That's Sam's with a Z, Creations with a Z. You can even slap a little extra in there if you want, if you know what I'm saying. Get a little extra up in that piece if you want to, and you know how that goes. How do you get extra in that piece? Well, you got a Z add a z and then sometimes you add a little underscore 420 on instagram you can also give her a call you can place your orders ahead you can ask for catering and all that stuff all you got to do is just give her a call at 719-283-719-283-1701 uh, that's 719-283-1701 and you give her a call and she'll get your order put in today because at sam's creations that's the bomb.com. there's a reason we all love sam's creations and that's you boo sam So now let's do this, buddy. Let's get one more commercial in because we got one more great small business owner that we like to take care of on this show. Let's get that one out of the way, too, real quick. Hey, listen up, folks. You got a lot of stuff going on this summer weddings, parties, graduations, everything going down. Great. Fourth of July, uh, great uh, Labor Day. You you know you want to you want to get it pop locking and dropping at the football games when they start up. You going back to college, all that good stuff. You want to look your best, don't you? You want to look the good fly. Day. Hey, get it did right, and that's where you got to go to the right place for haircuts, colors, trims, and all that special stuff. Especially yeah. vet, you need Jamie from Rebel Hair Art at Studio One Salon. Stop by and see Jamie at Studio One. That's forty-seven oh nine North Academy Boulevard in Colorado Springs. Or you can stop called Jamie. Come into town, stop by, need your haircut? you know what to do, 719-262-9011. That's 719-262-9011. Don't hesitate to tell us that we can make America radio sing. All right, buddy. So we gotta get into it. We gotta get into it. It's a, it's a part of the show that a lot of people really love.
1: <laughs>
0: it's a pl- part of the show that many people get into. I wanna talk about Throwing the weeds, man. The right kind of weeds. Yeah, not the ones like in your crabgrass ass. That's just bullshit. A bitch to get rid of sometimes. But what's not bullshit is... Getting your ass on some weeds. Now, Chris, what do you prefer, indoor or outdoor and why? I like
1: outdoor, but I don't like the fact that I can only do it once a year.
0: Okay, it's seasonal.
1: Yeah, especially here in Michigan. Even in Colorado, you have the same problem.
0: Yeah, it gets cold. It gets cold early.
1: I mean, you could theoretically do more than one cycle in the summer outside, but it's really nice to see the plants grow for five months and get really
0: large. They do get... um exceptionally huge outside for sure
1: yeah especially if you're feeding them right
0: but generally speaking you prefer to go grow indoor um i guess my leading assumption would be is is that it's because you can control your environment and of course to piggyback off what you just said year-round growing
1: yeah you definitely have a lot more control indoors Um, I mean, not everybody can afford to do that, uh, because sometimes it can get expensive, depending on how many lights you're burning. Bro. Them electric bills could get expensive, too. But I I do. LEDs are coming a long ways from back in the day.
0: Yeah. And they are going to be energy savers, too, which businesses are highly invested in, like you know, where I can save money, I want to put that money into saving money. And businesses are highly invested in backing businesses that are developing high yield LED lights that are able to put off the same effect as the sun without, with minimal energy. And while everybody loves a metal high life or a high pressure sodium bulb, they do put off a lot of heat, a lot of energy, but they also require a lot of heat and a lot of energy as well.
1: Oh, yeah, no doubt. Um, I like my HBSs, but, I mean, if if you can get an LED, especially if you live in a warm place like Arizona and Nevada and shit like that, I mean, LED is the way to go.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, And and then also, because I think that you have to control... Well, when it gets back to controlling the environment, like in Arizona, um, I would think that the optimal indoor grow season in arizona actually wouldn't even be in the summer because it's just too hard to keep the whole entire location cool and if you in arizona i would actually recommend putting the grow in a more interior part of the building or home simply because you could combat the heat with layers to a degree as well you know what i mean well and that's where the new led setups these
1: days come into play in your hotter states because i mean you can run an led and you're going to be adding heat in a cold place like michigan right whereas in arizona or nevada or texas you know you're using less ac to keep your room under control yeah if you do it in the winter yeah
0: and then also in the summer, yeah. Also in, uh, like Colorado. One thing I've noticed too is is as that growing in a lower level, like especially if you have like an underground level, like a basement, is your best option in Colorado because it's already going to be naturally cooler down there <laughs> and super That's dry. Pretty, yeah. Well,
1: under a certain depth underground, it's a constant fifty-two degrees.
0: I don't like that. That's good no no not for me <laughs> it, <laughs> it is, is for the girls. girls yeah when those lights are putting off you know 80 degrees of heat you know you're hoping to get maybe around somewhere in the middle there in the 70s 60s yep. too cold is not good either though
1: well and here here's the thing it depends on what
0: cycle you're in true it can be a little chillier when you're in your first cycle that would be at spring cycle but when it thinks it's flowering there's a reason the lights are yellow, like the summer lights. Like it, 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 it thinks it needs that essentially in the photosynthesis process.
1: Well, on, on an indoor grow, you are trying to come as close to replicating nature on a constant.
0: Yeah, just more consistent with less environmental factors, which doesn't stress the plant, and allows the plant to essentially focus on growing the bud itself, right?
1: right well see i have found that you know if you drop your temperatures for overnight when you're flowering it forces the plant harder into the flowering process
0: huh interesting i found that if you run your lights overnight it helps with the heat problem during the day but you get no effects of the overnight cooling process right
1: exactly and, and it's a give and take uh, it depends on what lights you're running. It depends on how big your room is. You know, you got to have airflow. You've got to have heating and or air conditioning.
0: That's interesting. Somebody said, country so I'll Put it back in the oven. We'll be back in five minutes. <laughs> um. So at the end of the day, we have to you know, encompass the fact that we're in a time where people are gonna be growing Indo and outdo, of course. So we'll stick more to the Indo because I think that the season coming early or lasting a little longer, um, avoiding frost and things, you can grow them for quite some time into the later part of the year, but also you you wanna catch them at optimum, you know, premium time. I mean, I had a little device doohickey. There was like a microscope looking thing so, I could look like deep into the heart of that plant. It's and, called a loop. Yeah, I don't remember what, what they called it, but it's a little device that you can look at the trichomes. You need L- a magnifying
1: glass of some type to to really get down and look at the trichomes. And see. Yeah, mine was fancy.
0: It had like a magnifying glass, different magnifying levels, LED to light it,
1: all kinds of you, cool stuff. You can even get scopes now that hook to your uh, phone or your computer.
0: Axe. And you can just take a picture real quick so um let's get into that part of the process so we've planted our buds indoor outdoor we've taken good care of them watered fed Indo, we controlled the temperature so it was like a beautiful light tropical day and down and, and outside we just dealt with whatever the fuck our Colorado sent us. And in your case, Michigan, (laughs) Um,
1: you just, you just have to battle, you know, when it rains, when it doesn't rain, when outdoor is a little more difficult than indoor, because, you know, you're playing with those variants of mother nature.
0: Yeah. And then on top of that, you're trying to keep it happy. It's Um, You do end up with a hell of a lot more bud. But I will admit that indoor controlled environment weed generally is going to be better, generally speaking. There's always going to be the outdoor advocates, which is fair, but it's hard to argue that you can even come, become remotely close to what I can pull out of a controlled environment when you have to deal with everything.
1: Yeah, but I mean, if, if you dedicate yourself to an outdoor grow and you concentrate on it. You can't lax on it. You know what I mean? You can but get some pretty good smoke from
0: outdoor. But will it be able to compete with this, like, designer shit that we get from indoor All that's day. Like high yield? All day. With the chemicals
1: and stuff they have out there now, and you can <laughs> you can do some pretty amazing stuff with marijuana these days.
0: Well, good for them. I mean, good for them.
1: And it it, it gets real technical. You know what I mean? You got to do soil tests. You have to make sure your water is right, you know? Whereas indoor, I mean, you're buying bag dirt or using an alternative medium. Yeah, like coconut.
0: Yep. Fibers or whatever. So we're going to go. It's getting towards the end. I got all this beautiful stuff coming off of them so pretty when or how does the avid grower or beginning grower find that happy place you when it comes close to
1: time to cutting down you you gotta stay on top of them you gotta make sure you scope them every day because one day they might be almost there and then the next day they're there Um, You're looking for that real creamy milky color inside the tricone. And as it just to start turning amber is when you want to cut it down. Not just when it's creamy colored. You're looking for a little bit of yellow or brown.
0: Or I've even seen purple, red. Just not white though. Milky white means it's still in that process. Right,
1: it's getting there. That's the point where you really have to pay attention to them every day. Like twice a day, check them in the morning and check them at night.
0: Okay, okay. Now-
1: When you whack them down, you cut all your sucker leaves off and-
0: Okay, so now when you're talking about cutting them down, you know, some people cut the buds right off plant some people cut by whole plants some people cut by you know starter stems at the base you know where give us an idea of where we should be trying to make cuts on the plant and how to hang that up and kind of go into that a little bit for me
1: well, i mean it's really a preference deal a uh, uh depends on how you plan on drying it if you plan on drying on a rack are you gonna hang it um some people hang the whole plant some people don't i mean it 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 depends on how long you want to wait for it to dry because it's a process the more organic material you leave attached to it the longer it's going to take for the product to dry
0: okay and um now, obviously, some people are doing this for money, so they're going to cut it down in a way that can get it to market the fastest. It's, that's just obvious to me.
1: So you're going to need a dehumidifier no matter what you do because moisture can screw your buds up big. And if, okay. you, can't, if you can't control the moisture, then
0: you're going to be SOL. in colorado it's so dry here you don't even need a dehumidifier i mean maybe on a grand scale of growing but not maybe in the summer but once you get to the fall or the winter or the early spring no way it's too dry you don't need it just here though
1: right but even in colorado you're gonna need to control the humidity
0: oh oh okay that makes more sense actually
1: so you If you want to end up with good stuff and not worry about mold or, you know, powdery mildew and stuff like that, you really got to have it and or a meter that tells you what the humidity is in the room.
0: Okay, that's fair.
1: At least so you know what the humidity is, you know what I'm saying? Because if you're saying it's dry there, you know, you might just have to monitor it and maybe add some moisture to the room if it's too, too dry. dry because you want to cut kind it of, just like growing it it takes three days for cannabis to die three days just
0: like jesus no i'm just playing <laughs> <laughs> parallels there though all right so um but that's funny so it takes three days for the cannabis to die so that means so you saying like if you cut it down the minimum you got to wait is at least three days to even start nipping it off the buds or what?
1: Before you can even think you're going to consume it.
0: Oh, I got you. I got you.
1: Because while it's in the curing process, those tricones are still progressing. Right. So that's why you, you want to find that, that medium point where the, the tricones are milky But you start to see a little color change to it because as it's curing, that color change is going to continue as the cannabis actually dies.
0: Gotcha. It's it's kind of like drying a rose in a book. You know what I mean? Yep. And then as that slow dry happens, what's happening to the plant?
1: Well, the the moisture content is reducing, obviously, and that is flushing to the tricone and turning the trichone the rest of the way amber okay it basically completing the the change over from like a cbg or a cbn compound okay to your thca and uh cbd compounds
0: okay and that's what we're really waiting on is for that thc to really become ready to a state at a metabolic level, that we can then hit it with a flame on a bowl, or squish it into a rosin, or blast it into something, because it carboxylate it and make edibles, you know, yep. or well, or de- yep, and make diamonds and all kinds of fun stuff that they do. Which or we should diamonds. have. Yeah, we should get an extractor on here to tell us how they make diamonds. I mean, I know you know, but it's fun to have the extractor tell them.
1: I I know how to. Yeah, it, it's dangerous. It's dangerous. That's why it's done in a lab by the person I know that does it, because that's their job. Uh-huh. Yep. Under pressure. under you, Well, your container's <laughs> under pressure. and It has to be a certain amount of pressure for a certain amount of time. And you usually have to have uh, what they call a host diamond in order to get them to form real fast.
0: Hmm. It's pretty cool. <laughs> this is why man-made diamonds, like real man-made diamonds, are cool, too.
1: And it's done under pressure.
0: Yep, and, and a giant pressure cooker, basically. You know what else was built under pressure? This radio station and this show, brother. Ding ding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> I'm getting more I'm getting more lit than Iran on New Year's Eve. But anyway,
1: well, well, like here in Michigan, you know, we, we tend to be more humid and lots of moisture. So I mean, it's really you're important more
0: humid than us. Boo. No, I'm just playing. Yeah, Humid. I know you said humid. I'm just giving you shit.
1: You really have to have a dehumidifier. And it actually, as long as you run it at a medium um, range and do it for three to four days, okay. usually by then you're pulling it out and finish trimming it and putting it into jars to cure it the rest of the way and burp it. If I burped my jar. That's
0: one thing I was good at because I used to go in there like two or three times a day and just burping little bitches.
1: Yep. And, you, you know, what a lot of people don't realize is uh, what we call light degradation. Oh, I put them in the dark. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even, your, even the stuff you pick up or, you know, you don't always want to leave your bag just sitting out on the table because. No. Mine's in a blank go- bag. It will
0: deteriorate. Mine's in a bag that's in a black bag, right? That's in a a, a safe box, a lock box. <laughs> Funny enough, I mean, I got that bitch buried better than the Templars did at Oak Island. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, I so okay. So we have hung up our buds. We've given it. You know couple days during that time we're trimming off the the big host leaves and all that stuff technically you can just take that off right when you cut it down at least yeah, that, and, uh, I understood that, it. that's
1: a, yeah that's a smart thing to do so is
0: and leaves so they don't stick to the trichomes and shit
1: right exactly if you get all that excess organic <coughs> material that you could either juice Ooh, or just compost organic. and uh you know, you, you're really only going to leave the tips on the buds and trim them after they've dried because then you can use that trimming to make edibles, uh, candies, uh, tinctures.
0: Tinctures. Rubs. Rubs.
1: Okay, I make rub and cookies and stuff for my mom.
0: I was supposed to say science words turn me on, but anyway, never mind. Fail. <laughs> hey, I can't even be funny. I can't even be funny. I fail at even trying to be funny half the time. According to Cammy, it's more than half the time, but we don't really have to get into that. I mean <laughs> why make it a negative, right? So you know, I do really appreciate uh the hang on. So um I do appreciate the the part of figuring out a better way to do the hanging to the actual jar process. So can you just explain a little bit better? Maybe when is the best time to come off the limb and go in the jar? Because I think that that's where I made the most mistakes early on was get being too eager or just cutting it straight off. Or, oh my God. I just threw shit across the studio. Anyway, cutting it straight off the vine and all that stuff
1: well as long as when you hang it and it's dried for at least 3 days and you can feel those leaf tips that you left
0: on there get right. crunchy mm-hmm. start to dry out like 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 fall leaves and all that where they go from like a light green to a dark green well it, if you're
1: drying it at a, a slow steady pace it shouldn't change any color like brown you know what i mean it should it should still be green but then you want to make sure that your stem isn't rubbery. And not, you don't necessarily have to be able to snap it. But, you, you know, you, you don't want to be able to put your fingernail into it. And it feels like it's pliable. You know what I'm saying?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
1: So as long as you've come to that point, that's when you can start. Finish trimming the the flowers, and then trimming them off from the the actual stem, and putting that into a jar, and burping it. And I mean, you can use a bag too. It does it doesn't matter whether it's a bag or a jar. But you just want to make sure you burp it for a couple days, and by then, you know, within five to six days, you
0: should be smoking. See, and that's the important part. Is 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 that. You can't be too crazy. Um, if you think you're going to be smoking that pot just a couple days later, no. Go, go, do yourself a favor. Go over the to microwave the microwave. Don't work. No, oh, don't do that. Uh, go over to the dispensary um, and uh, uh, pick you up a deal and wait. <laughs> yeah, get you a deal and wait and wait and and, and, and then just smoke that shit and wait. You be yeah. all right.
1: Yeah, because it's worth it. I mean, it, it's a labor of love, really.
0: Right. So, these little babies. Man. So, once these babies are in the jar, that's the process where people, I think, get eager. Like, I'm just going to take a little nug <laughs> <laughs> out.
1: <coughs> yeah, I usually. Usually only one or two days in the jar. You know, you might even want to throw a humidity pack in there uh, just to reassure yourself that, uh, you know, you're not going to end up with moisture back in the jar from opening it and stuff. Or drying it out too much because
0: that's what happens yeah. here.
1: Yeah. So yeah, we because was, actually during that during that know, burp <laughs> during that burping process that humidity pack will actually add back in anything that might be negative when you put it in there. Say you dried it a little too much, you know what I'm saying? That humidity pack will balance it back out, right? So I mean that that's pretty important too, um, especially if you live in up and down climate areas like Michigan.
0: All right, so we've 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 cut it down, we've cured it. Now we can smoke it or go to market. <laughs> right. When I say go to market, I mean illegal or legal. Because anywhere, you know, it,
1: your average hybrid is anywhere from oh. If you could include drying time and burping time anywhere from 60 to uh, 75 days. period from flower to harvest.
0: To oh, that's not even including the um veg time, no, uh, which is like another two months, feels like
1: it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it depends on um. You know, if you're growing indoor, you got to remember when you put that clone or baby plant into flower, it's going to grow another foot to two feet. So, you know.
0: You like have to
1: get to the area. Right. If you're working with limited ceiling space, you're obviously going to be growing smaller plants. Yeah, I did that because um, I
0: had like a little like a uh, blacked out room I could put it in. <gasps> Right. You know? And it's those are nice, but like mine was only like five feet tall. So that means the tallest I can let it get, probably in flower, it's just a couple feet. Right. The, that seed. And, and here's
1: the here's thing you have to take into effect too. If okay. you're working with a small area like that, auto is tits for that type of area.
0: Autoflower is tits for that type of area. Okay.
1: Please well, yeah, that. because they're a shorter plant to begin with in the first place.
0: Oh, yeah. Like uh, the difference between sativas, are, they tend to be tall and indicas tend to be short and fat.
1: Well, yeah, kind of. What auto Autoflower auto automatically starts flowering after a certain amount of days, whether you got it in that cycle or not.
0: Oh, so that's just like the plant's DNA or whatever. Yeah, it is their gmo genetically modified organism yeah for you ordinary people out there but 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 like most people hear that and just think i shouldn't eat those products but oh, with, of course with weed first off i think that the fact that we're developing stuff that's pest resistance is amazing we can get our food to market
1: right uh, right see and that's what people don't realize it's not like you're you're not messing with the reason why we eat like corn, for instance, genetically modification is done so that it's pest resistant, resistant to drought disease, uh, oh. disease you know, it's so the stuff will continue to grow.
0: And I'm not saying I'm all pro GMO. What I'm saying is, is I'm not going to go worry about that every time I buy food because I understand the process. The process, I don't. I, I think that people who are anti-science, it just drive me nuts. Like, we're we're trying to get to a point where we don't have famines anymore. We're trying to get to a point where, um, where 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 food uh, insecurity is not a thing. We're trying to, you know, I, I get it. Some of you, y'all can't are think about you? one but yourself, and you're not trying to get there. But the rest of us, genuinely, are trying to get there. Our
1: food insecurity thing should already be squashed if we want to get into that. Oh, dude, you know, that's a show for a <laughs> there We both know that. I mean, but yeah, I understand what you're saying is, I mean, that's what a lot of people, they think, oh, no, GMO. Well, it's not really that bad. It actually is three quarters of the reason why we have the amount of food we do in this
0: country. Indeed, And we do have a lot of food waste. I think when you look at the food insecurity and you look at the food waste, any, in any country, <clears throat> if the food waste exceeds the food insecurity, then the people are really the problem at all.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um- there, there are a lot of great programs out there that are starting to try to combat some of that. I will be
0: thankful for that. Hey, you know what? They don't pay me to say this, but shout out to Panera Bread, who donates their food to or their right. bread needy families and, f- and bakes fresh bread every day. I think that that's something that maybe even someone like a Subway could get on board with, not to call anybody out. Huh,
1: huh,
0: huh. <laughs> well, I mean, and if you really want to call people out, I mean, you could call every restaurant out honestly if you're gonna throw it away at the end of the night you should have like a line of homeless people out back waiting for that ish we're (laughs) like we don't want to check vagrants and i'm like bitch, oh my god like do you understand that we are nega like our negativity is the problem like I, you know what my problem with this is? We don't want to like have that people around our business thing is because you're because you're trying to play the the oldest adage in the book. It's what's been done to black people. It's what's been done to gay people. It's what's been done to uh, mixed race couples. It is out of sight, out of mind. If I don't see it and I don't hear about it, then I got to worry about it, right? But they, yeah. these are these are people who got to eat, man. Like that's so cool. that's so effed up, you know. Um, by the way, I, just for anyone who's listening, I'm, I'm part blacks people too. I'm blacks people, browns people, and whites people. So, go ahead, let your mind explode. Everything can insult me, and at the same time, nothing can. Imagine that.
1: <laughs> right. Imagine you're targeted. That. You're targeted from several several directions.
0: Good thing I got thick skin. Right mostly from living in Colorado and freezing my balls off. No, I'm (laughs) just playing. (laughs) Um, So, let's see here. Uh, So, we (coughs) we went over growing We're talking about growing weed. (laughs) Yeah, I went over curing. So, now, the process, is it different for outdoor? I guess that would be a question whether I know the answer or not, wink wink. I would want you to answer to the public.
1: Yes, it can be. I mean, because outdoor, you're dealing with probably more dense bugs, bigger buds.
0: Likely to be, uh, depending on where you're at, like in Michigan, likely to be more moist. But in Colorado, likely to already be a little dry on the outside.
1: Yeah. And, and, and here's, the thing, outside here. here's the thing with outdoor that you really have to watch, like at the end of the season. You know, Out- you you if your stuff is close... You better be watching the weather because if it rains you could be in trouble that's if where you end snows, up with mud rot
0: What if it snows
1: <laughs> same
0: difference I mean it's still gonna get moisture down in the bud and yep. rot it out create yep. uh mold and shit that could fuck really fuck people up yes especially if they're allergic to molds or like people like me who have asthma you just fuck me up for like a week or two and I can't fucking breathe yeah, Thanks. thanks. Yep. appreciate ya, Appreciate ya. That's one of the big tests when you talk about the legal
1: market. Yeah, and that's why a lot of them stick to an indoor grow. I mean, yep. we have a couple outdoor people here in Michigan, uh, which is nice. We because, have you know, like thousand acre farms here for outdoor, right? You guys got. You guys
0: got bitching altitude, which is awesome. for we have from bitch in the right place. Like, You're not going to find a lot of good outdoor grows in Denver or Colorado Springs, but you will down on the Eastern Plains in Pueblo, heading out towards La Hanna and Los Animus and Lamar. And then you go uh, out west towards Canyon City Up uh, and you can get down into some of the valleys like the san luis valley and valleys out there yeah because the weather is perfect there bro they people don't know this but they grow fucking grapes there because it's literally a perfect little bowl colorado has a high desert wine country because the moisture and the and, and the warm air gets trapped under the cold air going over the top of it and you they're down in like a little valley bowl and while it also makes for brutal winners just fun fact too
1: <laughs> right
0: if we're gonna duck a duck i mean it, there's that too like their fucking winners are wild do they get them albuquerque low systems that push through? Havoc up here that's fucking just monsters down there. I'll watch the weather report and it'll be like, oh, they got 24 inches. And I'm like, fuck you. I want to go palm <laughs> trees. I hate it here. And then, right about the time I'm ready to commit like some type of metaphorical suicide, not to poke fun at suicide because it's a very serious matter, but some metaphorical suicide of my life over the cold weather, it will be like 80 degrees in April. I'm like, all right, fine. I'll wait it out. <laughs> <laughs> So um, and then I end up going to like a Snoop Dogg concert in a blizzard for the fuck of it. <laughs> now, I will tell you that we have a sound for you on the show since you're the mad professor. <laughs> i gonna give you the creepy laugh one. <laughs> Mine is the crowd cheering because I think I'm awesome. Whether I whether you think that or not, I have a butt. <laughs> It makes an entire. Yes! I mean, yes! I made it. I'm so insecure. I need this. Let's give it to me. You. You. Yeah, okay. That's a good easy back for five more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, oh, I have one for for, for Preston. Here's Preston's because he, hate, he hated it the first time I ever played it, so I made it his.
1: Oh, yeah. That's like perfect for Preston. And fair.
0: <laughs> He's Mr. Sports. And then with Scotty, it's either usually the laugh one, the laugh button, or sometimes I hit him with the crows, this one. (laughs) Like, boring. I love this. I love all these little buttons with the new studio we have, all these fun little buttons and stuff to push. I'm a button guy, so you know, sound effects. Buttons are amazing for me. Um, so I did want to tell you that, um, thank you for helping me get the summer tapings done. I just want to say that one more time. Thank you for educating our listeners because like we do, we do get into some like, uh, social issues. You know, we get into some, um, you know, uh, uh, constitutional stuff. We get into some, sometimes even we try to stay out of the politics, but sometimes it's unavoidable with some of the subjects, but we do, we, we get into it sometimes, but we try to stay out of it, but we do sometimes, but. You know, one thing that I've always said about two birds and one stoner is, is that we'd have two shows and it'd be one idiot here hosting this thing and, 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 you know, having guests on and, and, uh, listeners can call in and send comments and all that good stuff. Matter of fact, info at wake, the letter in bake America show. You can email your comments in, or you can just, uh, send your comments to our radio show, Instagram account. That is, uh, wake the letter in bake America radio. Now, um. And 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 so long story short, um, and one of the best comments we've gotten so far is man, you work, dude, because they've been listening to the tapings. So they're not hearing these week after week like I get a whole week off. They are mm-hmm. hearing me tape three and four episodes a freaking day, and then I get to go on summer vacation from this show. But since I'm the executive producer of the station, I'm never really on vacation.
1: But um you are.
0: <laughs> have a lot of new boos here at the station that have never done broadcast this way. Uh, or live broadcast. And so they've always done like recorded podcast shows. And so they're new to it. So it's very interesting for them. And so, um, you know, uh, shout out to everybody that's joined the the wake Up make America radio station. If you guys get a chance to listen to uh, my show, at least I want to say thank you for, for being part of this. Um, and then thank you to all the fans. I mean, you guys make it worth doing every day, make it worth listening up. I mean, it's, you know, there's only a few hundred, uh, today, but tomorrow that could be a few thousand, you know, and um, so thank you for everybody that followed us from the, you know, literally at one point, had a quarter of a million listeners a day um, on our FM radio show. You know, me and Cammy with Wake and Bake America show the real original thing that started our Internet station. Right. And uh, it's it just to get to this, Chris, and to have you along the whole way has been so fun. I mean, dude, you go back to the original Wake and Bake Colorado morning show. You go back yeah. to the original. Uh Doc high noon with the doc. You go back to high tide stick when I was literally doing it in Florida, and yep. I my boss into letting me broadcast live from her restaurant tiki
1: lounge
0: <laughs> little Tommy's tiki in Gulfport, Florida. And then she, him. <laughs> then she, she realized it was about weed, and she was like, Well, I realize your show is about pot. And I was like, Lady, I come in here smelling like weed everything <laughs> to start my day. I smoke pot with your husband at the end of the night when I work nights. Like, how do you not, How did you not get that? Like the yeah. signs were. I walk off far enough away from here, down the alley, to where I can piss off another bar instead of yours and smoke pot. And actually, I've never really pissed off the other bar. What happened was as I walked down the street, down the alley, right? Uh, behind another, like literally a few bars down, like I went down the alley and around the corner down the alley, right, a few right. bars, and like I'm like standing behind this bar smoking weed, and like three people came out. I was like, "Yo, can I hit that?" What <laughs> 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 is different though? If the police catch you slipping though, yeah, I always I used to always pay attention to where like the bike cops were at on like a Friday because you know I worked down on the beach and lived down on the beach, and I used to yeah. stay, stay the night out on the boat and shit like that. Um, if I didn't feel like walking all the way home if i because i literally guys i lived in a place and worked in a place and did and did my show in a place where i literally did not have to leave um the like a half mile circle around me at all and i could go to you ready for this the beach the other beach the other other beach or the bay where the boat was at the dock or down on the beach boulevard where I worked or beat well, technically beach street, beach boulevard goes into beach street, if I remember right, but it's been, I mean, it's been a decade since I lived out there, but, and then, or bro, I live that close to Tropicana field. Like with, well, that's probably more like the but still I could walk to Tropicana field in 25, 30 minutes. It'd be a good good hoof, but it'd be worth the beer. (laughs) (laughs) my My cousin, I'm like, look, fool, drop me off. And I'll, I'll fucking either walk back drunk and walk it off or I'll Uber back. I did that a lot. I really Great. did that a lot. Like, I would just, like, I'd just walk back and be like, I'm fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you know what? In Florida, it's not a DUI in a sense. If As long as you're, like, good enough to walk home. I've had the cops roll up on me and be like, hey, you good? And I'm like, I'm good enough to get home. Right. They offered me a ride, but I'm like, you know... I
1: think I'm good with that.
0: I'll walk. Like, I'm not trying to dis... Look, man, there's a cop right now on the limb. I think he is a Florida cop. Either Florida or a Georgia cop right now. That's like a couple people have went on a ride with this guy and never came back, never, and disappeared. And he's the last person... This cop's the last person that's seen these folks, right? Get out. Yep, he went to jail. You know he went to jail or he's going to jail. I sure hope so. Cause either way, if he ain't did it, he handed him over to the people that did it. But that's a story for another show. I can't even get into that. But Chris, I got to tell you that I appreciate you coming on and teaching people. Thank you for letting me talk about a little early childhood education. Oh, when we get back, Next show, we're hitting weed news, bro. Mm -mm -mm. That's all I'm going to say to you folks. Mm -mm -mm. We're checking out weed news. We got, of course, stop gender role discrimination. Hey, if a guy wants to stay home and be the dad at home, because his wife make dank bank the hell you got something to say about it all on the next two birds and one stoner but for today have a blessed sunshiny day summertimey day now it's time for two birds and one stoner with me mr trey that feel-good show to get you going We're not in a position where we should agree. This isn't an easy subject, and that's okay around here. I'm I'm not questioning anybody's intelligence. I think we're past that. I'm now questioning the ethics of the situation. So uh, we we're just having fun. (laughs) I can't even believe it. I had to hang up on that guy. He just said he used weed that wasn't decarboxylated to cook. I can't do you today. You could ask I yourself an insane question. What if I'm not on any side and I just want the truth? Is a curse. Forget the earth, got the to so pull his dick from the dirt and fuck the whole universe. I'm not afraid. Maybe we can have a debate over what successful is, but I can tell you one thing. I know I was meant to do this, and no one's gonna argue that. He said when you want to succeed as bad as you wanna breathe, then you'll be successful successful.